Hello and welcome to this podcast series with Lex Campus. Uh, here uh, in this show, we are talking to some of the Lex Campus users who had used the Lex Campus platform to clear the patent agent exam. And here, this is my seventh recording with a different guest uh, for this show. And every time we listen to different stories, I enjoy listening to stories. Uh, uh, every guest brings uh, with them a new story, a new way of preparing for the exam and their background. So it, it makes it a very interesting story to listen to. I enjoy listening to this and I hope you will also enjoy listening to this. With that, uh, let me introduce my guest today. And uh, hello, uh, welcome, Mr. Abdul. Yeah, hello, Uvanka. Thank you. Uh, Abdul, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, my name is Abdul Muhim. Uh, belong to Uttar Pradesh. I have completed my graduation uh, in pharmacy from Jamia Hamdard in 2012. And uh, during my final year of graduation, I cleared my gate examination uh, with 99 percentile. Uh, and uh, I opted to do my M Pharma in pharmaceutics from Jamia Hamdard. Uh, while pursuing my final year, I got placed uh, in IPR firm called Dolcera as a trainee analyst in Hyderabad. Uh, and uh, it was my first job. I didn't uh, uh, hear much about uh, patent, IPR, and uh, what is the processes going on. So it was my first job of about uh, IPR. Uh, so right now, I have been around six years of experience in IPR, and now I'm working with Crystal, a Conquer IP company. As a senior consultant here, uh, I am working uh, with different domains, uh, such as patent analytics, uh, patent prosecutions, and drafting. We started to work on this domain, so it is all about me. Thank you, Abdul, for sharing your background. Uh, why don't you share us your transition from... Uh, you said like you graduated with M-Form. From there, you directly jumped to Dolcera. How was this transition and how did you end up in Dolcera? I joined few IPR conferences during my uh, final year of M-Pharma. So I inclined toward that, okay, it is a very new field because I joined Dolcera in 2014, around uh, six years back. So it was very new field uh, for me that time. And uh, it was very interesting for me. I understood that I will keep uh, touch uh, with the research as well as the law or, or as well as the what the things is going on in the market. Uh, so these IPR conferences and few of my senior uh, uh, were working uh, with a few pharmaceutical company in the IPR division. So oh, I got got a touch with all the seniors and uh, understand the basic background about the intellectual property right. And it was a driving force for me to join Dolcera. So oh, that's all, all about the reason uh, I just jumped uh, he in IPR field rather than and to work uh, to start to work with the formulation development research and development, regulatory, lots of the other domain. But uh, I'm very happy uh, after uh, six years of experience or carrying six years of experience in IPR. Uh, so I think I took the right decision only. Yeah, absolutely, you did. Uh, so going back to this experience, I'm sure a lot of my listeners would, uh, uh, would be more than willing to get a lot of insights from this discussion. So someone with an informed degree directly jumping into IP, how was that initial transition? Because I, I assume that you, mm -hmm. you didn't have that much of a, a patent law knowledge at that time. Mm -hmm. So how is it for someone, uh, uh, someone who is a fresher to take a patent law or to practice in patents? 
Yeah, uh, in patent law, it is very obvious thing that during my, my masters, uh, we had a, a one a subject uh, called intellectual property, right? As well, so we got the idea about okay, this is also the field we can make our career. Uh, when I joined Dolcera, so we got around three to four months of training also on different type of the searches like patent analytics, and we got the opportunity to work with the different clients. So if any person is good in the technical and he also want to look uh, for uh, in the different field, like uh, as not the routine field, uh, because after completion of M Pharma, most of the uh, people just go to the industry production or formulation development or research and development and regulatory affairs. But it is a completely different field because uh, in intellectual property, right? You will always you will be as a learner, right? Uh, like uh, still, I, I, last year I cleared this exam. Said before that uh, I just completed my postgraduate diploma in patent law from Nalsa. So every time I feel that I am every stage I am learning because IPR is a, this type of the field. No one can say okay I am done with this field and I I am not going to learn. Every time you will get the new opportunity, you will get the new things, and uh, you will always be as a good learner and you will update to you always. Yes, absolutely. This is a evolving field, and every day there is something new that is um, uh, uh, facing us. Uh, that is wonderful to hear. So, once you started working with Dolcera, at what point of time that triggered in you that yes, you need to take up this patent agent exam, or did you decide to take up the patent agent exam while working at Dolcera? Uh, yeah. Uh, because uh, when I uh, left Dolcera, December two thousand eighteen. Uh, so uh, I almost resigned from Dolcera when I, I appeared on this exam. So because after four years, I just understood that I'm done with the patent analytics. I can and completely independently handle all the patentability, invalidation, freedom to operate, landscape, different type of the studies I can handle. But uh, how can uh, I excel myself on the other side? which uh, I don't uh, have uh, any experience. I didn't have any experience uh, on the other side, like uh, prosecutions and patent drafting. This, uh, all this thing was just alien for me. So that's why one of my senior uh, uh, suggest me about uh, NPTEL, right? Uh, so NPTEL, I just uh, uh, listened few lectures from uh, Dr. Feroz Ali, uh, and I got to know, okay, this is not the rocket science. Uh, every person can uh, and clear this exam if uh, he or she will uh, understand the basic concept and what is the patterns of this exam. So it is all about, and obviously thing is that after clear of this exam, most of my seniors suggest me that at other side will be open for you. Uh, other side, I mean to say, uh, I was uh, in patent analytics. Other sides like uh, prosecutions, drafting, filing, other side will be open for me. So definitely I cleared uh, this exam last year and the other side always is open for me and still I am independently filing in the patents and independently drafting the patent for the other peoples as a freelancer also. So well, it was a completely different thing well, what I'm doing and what I have had uh, done with Dolcera at that time uh, uh, with the patent analytics only. Great, Abdul. Uh, so when you started preparing for the patent agent exam, you said that you uh, went through these lectures from NPTEL. Did you use NPTEL as a primary source for learning uh, uh, the Patents Act or did you use any other platform? Uh, 
No, oh, it was just like an initial stage because uh, uh, you know oh, we are uh, a pharmacy graduate uh, and pharmacy postgraduate, so we didn't heard, heard this type of the exam like a patent agent. So it was a very new thing for me. Okay, this type of the exam exists or not? So uh, I just uh, uh, come across via NPDA and uh, get some uh, gesture or some uh, brief overview about the law, uh, and my interest uh, developed with the time and uh, I. He try to find out the other source is uh, where I can and uh, complete my I patent agent examination process. So I was randomly searching for any courses for patent agent examination, uh, and uh, then I come across as a Lex Camper. Uh, so I didn't be even uh, in them. Uh, you know, first time, but with the time, uh, I was confident that I choose the right platform as a Lexicon campus. So lots of the module I completed and lots of the uh, question paper as well as the, some podcast also was there. So it really helped me a lot. And during my examination, when I was, uh, was uh, uh, doing my uh, examination, when I was in center, so I was very confident that, okay, uh, this is only the exam and lots of the question. And um, well, I already have discussed uh, with my IE colleagues or I, I already discussed uh, with my IE senior. So it was uh, like this. So definitely think the Lex campus helped me a lot. Uh, if I will simply say, because most of the, my seniors told me that you, you are not going to clear this exam in a, uh, one shot. So it was my first attempt. And uh, fortunately I cleared this exam in the first attempt only. Uh, great. Uh, wonderful to hear that Abdul. Um, so when you cracked this exam, it was not like, or this patents act or the language of patents is not alien to you at that point of time because you were already exposed to uh, patent analytics and some of the landscape searches that you were doing. So yeah. how much of this knowledge was helpful for you while preparing? Uh, actually, Banker, uh, uh, this patent analytics, it is more inclined toward the uh, technical part, right? And uh, if you look uh, for, for this patent exam, patent examination, it is about the patent law and uh, logic, aptitudes, and real life studies. Okay, if any client, right. um, for what you have to do. It is a completely different thing because right. patent analytics, it is about the, if you are strong in the technical part, you will perform very good in, uh, in patent analytics, but you are not uh, sure that you, you, you will be performed very good in patent agent examination if you are, are not going to go through the all the modules and whatever the slippers and exam patterns. If you're not uh, aware about that, you are not going to crack this exam. Yes, absolutely. The, so what I meant was that, yes, the law side of the uh, the patent law, yes, you need to get exposed to some level of training. But what I meant by that is uh, it's not like you have not read uh, any of the patent documents before. So through the patent analytics, you were already exposed to some of the, the legal language, how a patent is drafted, or how a claim is drafted, right? So which yeah. means you must have been little comfortable in the paper two part than a paper one part, right? Right. Uh, but uh, in case of the drafting, right, uh, I was aware about that. Okay, how's the preamble? How, how's the transitions? And what is the body? I was aware about that. But uh, if you will try to write, so it is a completely different experience. Reading is completely different experience and writing is completely different experience. I yes. want to say here, drafting, uh, it is an art. It is a continuous process. If you will think, okay, I will crack this exam uh, by overnight study, no. It is a routine process. You have to uh, just uh, practice day, uh, day on the daily basis and one day you will be perfect and uh, definitely lots of the opportunity will be open for you. 
Okay, and not talking about the process, um, how did you prepare for this exam? And how long, how much time did you take every day or how long did you take to prepare for this exam? Okay, seriously, uh, if I, I say here, yeah, when uh, I go through first through the all the patent law and rules uh, and after going through the all these things, I thought uh, uh, this is not my cup of tea because I was the technical person, right? Uh, I My completely study was uh, a technology research, it is all about that. So I just tried to give up, okay, I, uh, this is not my cup of tea, I'm not going to give this exam. But uh, uh, this NPTEL, Lex Campus, this, all these uh, modules really uh, help me a lot because uh, they explain each and everything. Okay, though, what this section, why this section is important, what is the important of this section? If you will, uh, I studied like this, but uh, because in my first read, I just go through that uh, because not a single interest I developed was like after uh, first reading. So I gave up that, that time after uh, uh, like as uh, reviewing all these modules and videos and other things. So uh, with time, I developed uh, my interest okay uh, this is the basic concept what is the concept of this section what is the concept of this rule if you are, are mugging up each and everything you will forget if you are trying to understand definitely this thing will continue with you for a longer period of the time so you mentioned something like uh, the other side of uh, uh, patent profession which is a drafting prosecution whereas you mentioned the other side is analytics of it so why do you say these two are different sides uh, because uh, I I had uh, experience on the both side, so uh, I have uh, I had around uh, four and a half year of experience in patent analytics only. Uh, if uh, before clearing this exam, if you ask me or uh, that that time you just draft or you just uh, uh, write something for me or or you will just uh, solve some aptitude questions like as in paper two. Uh, a question was seen too. So it was just uh, uh, alien for me. Uh, I was not able to solve this. After clearing this exam, I was confident that, okay, I can draft the patent, I can uh, uh, perform any of the sections, I can reply I accordingly. So yeah, after, before and after, I can compare myself. Okay, uh, before or that I was that and, we, and now I am this. So it is a complete difference I can and see here. As a practicing patent professional, uh, do you specialize on specific domain? I know you come from the pharmaceutical background. So right. by default, I assume that you do chemistry and pharmaceuticals. Do you focus on other domains also or do you just stick to your uh, comfort zone of chemistry and pharmaceuticals? Uh, in case of the patent analytics, uh, I work complete license team. Uh, license means that uh, uh, I worked uh, on pharmaceutical, active pharmaceutical ingredient, FMCG, biotechnology, polymer science, nanotechnology, medical device, analytical chemistry, all these domain I've worked in the patent analytics. But uh, in the patent drafting side, I just started. Uh, so I have been experienced on a pharmaceutical as well as some polymers only. So I have not much experience on this area. I have experience on the pharmaceutical and polymers only in the patent drafting side. Okay, now let's slightly um, move towards the, the actual patent agent exam. How comfortable were you when you, after training and after taking up this Lex Campus uh, module, how comfortable were you facing this exam? I was uh, very clear that, uh, okay, uh, this exam, um, in any situation, I am going to clear this exam because uh, uh, many times I just... Uh, 
ट्रायल टेस्ट लास्ट ईयर क्वेश्चन पेपर एवरी टाइम आई वाज डूइंग माय बेस्ट एंड आई वाज स्कोर्ड गुड ओनली सो आई वाज मच कॉन्फिडेंट कि ओके दिस इज जस्ट एग्जाम एंड लॉट्स ऑफ द पीपल जस्ट स्प्रेडिंग देयर रूमर ऑन इन द मार्केट and uh, it is not that type of the exam um, if you will think on the other side because uh, one of my senior uh, just uh, attempt uh, three time and they are uh, this time also matlab she didn't clear this exam so if you will uh, listen if you will think to other persons okay he is not going to clear this exam this year also and she will attempt to next year so because you have to understand yourself okay uh, you are you have to make yourself confident okay i am doing uh, good uh, in uh a test paper i am doing a uh, good in last year paper and uh, if i am discussing to the other uh, colleagues if i am doing uh, discussing with the other person so i am quite confident about that ki okay uh, i am going to clear this exams no one going to stop me right and and what is the secret recipe that you are going to share to clear the exam on the first time uh first time uh, i simply say uh, just you have to uh, find dr firoz ali sir wherever you 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 will find you have to find him and you have to just uh, follow him here, uh, on the daily basis okay what he is saying and whatever the tips and whatever the because uh, uh, his complete uh, knowledge uh, you can say wonderful you you can't say anything about that if you will completely follow mother uh, his steps so or oh, you will clear so it is just like a very simple exam for you just, just like it 10th standard and 12th standard exam for you if you are not following here him if you are not understanding the concept then maybe this exam will be tough all right and so which part did you find slightly difficult the paper one part or the paper two paper one part because uh, uh, paper one part was, was uh, easy for me uh, i just uh, scored uh, 85 out of 100 and uh, in second part uh, first half of part like uh, aptitude was easy for me and another part drafting was not easy for me because i was very new in that area so uh, drafting was not easy for me otherwise uh, whole the paper was uh, uh, very okay and and right and how about the time management uh, you had enough time to complete paper two no 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 seriously uh, uh, last time uh, uh, i remember uh, uh, i thought i am going to miss uh, one uh, like a big question 10 or 15 number of the questions matlab like i going to miss so oh, you have to because we are working professional right venkat and uh, we are just uh, rely on the keyboards and computer system and we just skip to oh, writing you have to practice right every day <laughs> Uh, okay you right. have to uh, practice each and every day you have to write okay at least uh, half or one like one page or two page a in that situations you may will complete the second paper otherwise lots of the people just uh, uh, skip uh, their paper because, uh, that's why they are not going to clear this exam yeah that that is a interesting point you mentioned uh, i mean all of us we are in the keyboard generation where and i don't know when was the last time we picked up our fountain pen or pens and start writing for at least more than one hour right so which means that uh, for paper 2 you are going to keep writing for 3 hours at least at least more than 2 and a half hours so and don't imagine that you are going to start writing the word go so it's going to get difficult uh, your fingers are not going to uh, 
uh, be conducive to you, which means you should start practicing before the exam itself. So yeah, week before, yeah. at least or month before, start writing. It's not like you have to write about the, the, the specification or anything. Start writing anything. At least keep keep moving towards at least reaching a goal of one hour or two hours of continuous writing. So this becomes part of your muscle memory when you appear for the exam. So you won't feel something as unusual when you start writing. Otherwise, on the day of exam, it's not only you have to, you'll be focusing on the uh, answering a particular question, but you have to be conscious about, oh my God, my, my finger is hurting and I don't think I could proceed further. So that should be uh, kept away from you. So which means you should start practice uh, practicing to write uh, at least 15 days or, or preferably a month before you appear for this exam. Thank you for bringing that up because that is one important point which I always yeah, because wanted to Last year, Dr. Firo was uh, told us about that and I heard one of his both podcast and he told that you have to uh, start practicing the writing also. If you are, are not going to do this, you are not going to attempt your complete second paper. So that's why I think it is a very important thing. You know each and everything. If you are not writing, you are not going to get the number. Yes, indeed. It is a very important point. And uh, since you come from a, a, a science background, for the paper to part, which specification did you pick? Did you go for a science-related one or an engineering one? Uh, I took mechanical part. Okay. Uh, so I didn't uh, take the chance because I studied both the uh, specification and I was comfortable with the, uh, the drawing and other things rather than the uh, take the chemistry and biotechnology part. Yes, that is that is interesting to note which I would like to share with the listeners. It's not like you have to go with your uh, uh, your domain of interest. So you could always pick any other specification. So don't go with any specific bias uh, to the for the exam that you're going to only pick science related specification. Uh, go with an open mind, pick whichever is easier and start drafting it. So that's the best way to approach uh, paper two. Yeah, because and, the important thing is here, uh, you have to understand and the complete inventionary specification. If you are not going to understand what is the novelty and what is the inventive stuff there, so you are not going to write your whole claim or specifications or abstract. So in any situation, person should be open. I was very open that mechanical, I, mechanical engineering was not my domain. But uh, and on the other side, I understood that okay, the chemistry specification was there. But chemistry specification was a little bit confusing for me. That's why I, uh, as being a pharma graduate, as being a science graduate, I took mechanical engineering. And with respect to uh, situation-based questions, how much is good enough to write? Or assuming that if you are given a uh, a specific situation based questions how do you go about writing or answering a situation based question yeah uh, because uh, i remember that uh, there was some pattern uh, and dr firoz suggested us uh, there was some pattern you have to understand and what they are trying to ask lots of the people just uh, uh, giving the answer around the boundaries they are not hitting the point right uh, you have to hit the point with your section you have to hit the uh, with rules. You have to hit with your fees. Particular fees if there. You have to uh, hit with the particular points. Uh, if this way you will uh, write your answer, definitely uh, your, your second paper will be very good. If you want uh, just like uh, as writing literature, okay. Uh, if any person will ask uh, some questions, so you are just uh, writing some lectures or literature or something like this. So it won't be. Uh, uh, good for you. You have to make a 
each and every point I, as uh, uh, you can see like a sections you uh, or this sections uh, involved this rule is involved this piece is involved and uh, uh, this subsections involved you have to oh, give your answer like this you you don't have to oh, give your answer like uh, as uh, if you are technically strong okay uh, you are just uh, going to oh, give the answer related to the technical part you are not talking about any law you are not taking talking about any patent rules so it uh, this way, I think, uh, would be the perfect way to uh, give the uh, situation-based question. Right. And how was your Viva experience? Could you share your Viva experience? Yeah, because the first question uh, during my Viva, they just asked, uh, you had complete experience uh, uh, on uh, patent analytics. Why, why did you uh, attempt this exam? You are unnecessarily wasting your overseat. I just simply told that I learned uh, this thing and my industry is also opening this sector. And uh, that's why I, I attempted uh, this exam. I cleared my first and second paper and I am here. And uh, I understood the law. I understood the drafting part. And seriously, this was a very interesting thing for me. And I want to pursue my career on this part only. And uh, any uh, situation-based questions asked? Yeah, situation-based, uh, that time they asked a few questions from the compulsory licensing, right? As uh, uh, I was a former graduate, so they asked about the beer versus Natco case. They they discussed with me in, uh, like a Sora Philip and uh, uh, what was the uh, problem with that. So they just uh, did start to discuss, okay, uh, where, oh, what is the problem? And after that, they, they started to who asked me about the PCT applications, uh, if any person will come, okay, how you will, will suggest uh, for the PCT application or national phase application. So uh, lots of the questions just on the basis of what I studied during my first paper and second paper only. Do one need to specifically prepare for VIVA or if they are comfortable with uh, paper one part, they should be clearing VIVA? Uh, if you uh, are uh, good with the paper one, and uh, with the situation-based question, uh, I don't think so. You have to prepare, a you require any specific uh, uh, preparation for the uh, viva. You just have to uh, re refresh or brush up each and everything. But uh, I just want to uh, share one important thing here. You have to understand, uh, you don't have to mug up. If you will mug up, you are not going to give the right answer or uh, in a right way. If you will understand, then uh, definitely, if any question will come in a different form, in the one form or any other form. So you will give the answer. Right, precisely. And so now you are a, a patent practitioner. You mentioned that you do a lot of prosecution, and now you are a patent consultant as well. So how is your uh, everyday work? Uh, so what are the things you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis? Day-to-day uh, -day basis, uh, here I am working with Conquer IP. It is a crystal company. Uh, so oh, I am here handling a complete license team. Uh, in the patent analytics as well as we started this domain in uh, in the prosecutions and drafting. So oh, there is not uh, much case uh, as of now we have, but uh, we are trying to uh, uh, develop our team on this part also. So as well as uh, I am also working as a freelancer uh, or uh, a patent facilitator also. So here I, I'm working uh, or helping to other persons also. Wonderful. Uh, so what do you enjoy the most uh, being a patent agent? Uh, I feel that uh, 
I am independent person. After uh, seriously, if I will say uh, after completion of patent and I feel that I am independent. I I learned patent analytics and 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 I I know what is the patent law and other other sector. So I am working on this part. I feel that after uh, down to two and three year, I will be independent. If if I don't want to work with any organization and then I can start my the freelancing work. So I feel that uh, I am completely independent person. So I don't require anyone. Yes. wonderful and that's one of the perks of becoming a patent agent it's not like uh you have to work for someone you can be independent and just work for yourself as a freelancer yeah i was uh, saying uh, apart from this freelancer you will uh, i had lots of the opportunity like uh, i can see is that now sky is the limit many opportunity has been opened like uh, i can file i'll uh, patent application on behalf of any foreigner company or for any foreign inventor i can draft for uh, any patent application in my particular domain and uh, one of the important thing after uh, clear this exam uh, in house company uh, is ready to uh, hire me because before that uh, in house company was a little bit hesitating okay uh, this person no patent analytics but uh, this person is not uh, able to understand the law this person is not able to do the drafting part so because in house companies is mostly uh, want to uh, hire any experienced person who having the both side of the experience so this is the all the uh, perks you can say here or you can see uh, lots of the opportunity as in the form of the different if you will see after clearing of clearing of patent agent exam so sky is the limit only and what will be your advice to all the listeners who are going to appear for this exam uh my advice uh, would be uh, some tips i want to share uh, you have to uh, completely follow or dr feroz ali sir and uh, also follow all the lex campus module because i didn't if you do believe or not i don't know you can't believe or not i don't know but uh, i didn't purchase any single book or single material i just rely on uh, on lex campus i just rely on the ferozali uh, uh, sir uh, videos and other thing i didn't purchase any single thing single paper uh, and uh, another point uh, uh, attempt all the previous year questions because all the previous year question will give you the idea okay which type of the question may be come uh, in the first paper or second paper and uh, third point uh, you have to discuss uh, with your colleague or with your batchmate if your batchmate or your colleague is also or going to attempt this exams you have to discuss with the case studies okay this case study wow what's your opinion so in this uh, discussion uh, you will get at uh, each and everything uh, okay if 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 anything you you, you are lacking so your colleague will help you and uh, you know, very important thing uh, but uh, in prospect of uh, viva you have to read uh, all the patent amendment law whatever the happening whatever the latest news is coming like uh, as noatis case was a very old case because in this case uh, right now lots of the cases is also in the patent law sector so you have to keep you updated and but last not least you have to keep revising and you have to keep uh, practicing each and everything those are wonderful uh, suggestions abdul uh, with that uh, i think we have almost come to the end of this conversation and uh, as we are uh, uh, conversing this is close to 9 pm and uh, i must i must thank abdul for agreeing to uh, talk talk to me on this podcast show and also i feel really bad that i'm holding 
him away from his dinner. So uh, thank you, Abdul, for taking thank this you. time. And I'm pretty sure that uh, listeners, uh, they have a lot to take from this conversation. Thank you so much, Venkat. Uh, thank you, Abdul. With that, uh, this is Venkat signing off. Thank you. Thank you.